We typically group and profile our talent audiences based on roles, job requirements, education, and years of experience. This is called demographic segmentation. And this works really well in talent acquisition because you want to attract and match your applicants with the job and the role description. In employer branding, however, it's a different case. You don't have a job or a role description to match with because employer branding is not recruiting. Also, if you segment your employer brand audiences based on your hiring needs today, you can end up with a terribly outdated employer brand image appealing only to talents who you used to hire years ago because this is long-term branding work. Now, this has happened to a huge number of organizations who now have an outdated employer brand image. You want to avoid that. So when demographic segmentation tells you who your ideal candidate or talent is, psychographic segmentation tells you what appeals to them, what they are likely to aspire to, and what they value in life. Hello, and welcome to the Building a Modern Employer Brand podcast with me, Susanna Rantanen, as your host and modern employer branding coach. If you are new to this podcast, well, this podcast is for those who want to learn how to build a modern employer brand and master modern talent marketing in the world where your talent's attention is no longer a default. In this episode of the Building a Modern Employer Brand podcast, I introduce you to psychographic segmentation, very important in employer brand. So let's talk about what is psychographic segmentation. Now, psychographic segmentation has been used in market research for studying consumers and dividing them in, into groups using psychological characteristics such as values, interests, opinions, lifestyle choices, personality, social status, and attitudes. Instead of dividing your audience into groups based on their gender, age, occupation, and education, you drill deeper into the person regardless of their demographic representation. So we typically group and profile our talent audiences based on roles, job requirements, education, years of experience. And as I said, this is called demographic segmentation. This works really well in talent acquisition because you want to attract and match your applicants with the job and the role description. So when demographic segmentation tells you who your ideal candidate or talent is, psychographic segmentation tells you what makes them tick and buy your ideas and suggestions. Psychographic segmentation works better than demographic segmentation when we need to influence the buyer behavior and don't be blinded by the word buyer because your talent audience members are consumers too and they have each their own unique buying behavior. And this behavior does not change much whether they make decisions about buying a house or choosing their next place to work. In fact, the more experienced we get, the more deliberate in finding the best employment choices for, our, for us we become. And the less we are forced to make hasty decisions, like fast, quick decisions, take whatever comes in our way, the more we afford to require when we evaluate our next career direction and choices. Now, if you think about 
how you make decisions about your employment. I'm sure you're not making decisions based on the demographics of the organization. Instead, you make decisions based on how well the leadership culture or the values or the mission, how well those match with yours and your expectations. And this is, by the way, when you actually make the decision. There might be demographic elements gearing to your way and, and you become interested about an organization to research them more. But at the end of the day, you're going to base your decision, your choices on the culture, the leaders, the values, how well the company in general the, or the organization in general matches your expectations. Jobs come and go. So why is psychographic segmentation why does it make so much sense in modern employer branding? Well, psychographic segmentations, this is not a new thing for brand marketers. In fact, brand marketers have been leaning on it for a long time to discover the inner motivators of their target audiences. During my career in HR and also earlier uh, in my entrepreneur career, I've worked a lot with organizational culture development. In fact, my first startup developed a recruitment system for matching talents and employers based on psychographic segmentation drawn out from the company culture and the talent work personality. And that's why also the magnetic employer branding method very much feeds from both employee experiences and the strategic company culture in which the psychographic characteristics play a big role. You could say the psychographic characteristics are the hero in that story. So when some people argue hiring to fit the company culture, when they argue that this is not the right thing to do, that it's wrong, I believe that they think hiring to fit company culture means demographic criteria, such as age and gender and you know education and so on. And yes, unfortunately, for some organizations, it seems to be just that, leading into very little diversity and inclusion. But I always argue against that and for matching mat or matches made based on psychographic segmentation. Psychographic segmentation means that the culture match is not about what age somebody is or how many years of experience they have or what their education is. It's more about the, or not more, but it is about the values and the choices and the morals and the philosophies of life and so on, which are more permanent. Identifying strongly with the company values and ways of work, it is not a question of gender or age or race or experiences or education. It's the matter of beliefs, motivators, values, and those philosophies of life. And that matches with psychographic segmentation. In other words, psychographic segmentation makes a lot of sense in modern employer branding because both look beyond roles and job descriptions, tapping into what is meaningful and relevant for an individual and how does the organization provide that. So what does psychographic segmentation look like? When we work with our clients at my agency, employee branding agency, Emina, 
and we develop employer brand strategies based on, on this method, we create talent personas about their key target segments, employer brand segments. This is what makes the difference between a recruitment profile and the employer brand target audience. Now, in talent acquisition, it is, of course, vital that you're very specific about the skills and the competencies and the capabilities of the talent you figure that that can succeed and deliver the expected results in the role that you're hiring for. Not only, of course, make it clear uh, to your talent acquisition team or if you use an uh, external recruitment consultancy, you need to make it very clear who exactly are you looking for. But you also need to make it very clear in your recruitment marketing messaging so that your target audience members can identify if they match with your uh, recruitment criteria. And you need to make it very specific for digital marketing purposes because you need to be able to target specifically to the right type of audience. That the mar- You need to be able to target your marketing messages. So in, in employer branding, this is not the case. If you were to employ a brand market with such detail that is required in talent acquisition, you would literally have to create and manage and operate simultaneously as many tracks as you have profiles. That is impossible and that is totally unnecessary. If you think about a consumer brand, let's say a brand like L'Oreal that we all know. Think about L'Oreal, the brand like it was your employer brand. They only have one brand for a specific customer segment. And under that one brand, they sell more than one product. Similarly, your company has one employer brand that needs to appeal to a specific type of talent audience. And under that brand, you hire for many, many roles, many, many more than just one. The brand needs to appeal to all of your talent acquisition target audiences, as well as your current employees. Now, if you were to create an employer brand based on the demographic profile of one or two roles, how would that appeal to everyone who needs to identify with your employer brand today, tomorrow, next year, two years time, five years time? You can't, it's impossible. Psychographic segmentation saves you from that. But it can feel a bit overwhelming at first if you're not used to working with psychographic segmentation. And oftentimes, how we do it with our clients, it's a bit of a mix. Like, let's say, 25% of demographic uh, stuff tapping into the, you know, tapping into the career-related details such as you know, the current role and the likely next career move of the ideal person. And we're not talking about a person they're going to hire, but a talent persona, which is a a marketing persona. Uh, We're tapping into things like a a stage of life, because that does have a significant impact on what type of a company culture appeals to a person and what doesn't. We are tapping into professional history because things like the types of organizations they have worked at, you know, the size is pretty telling and how often they have changed the position. And then 75%, you know, roughly, is psychographic profiling, tapping into the motivations, values, aspirations, interests, attitudes, likes, dislikes, work personality attributes, 
preferences and so on. And of course, the choice of, you know, for example, their uh, professional history, choice of uh, places to work can tell something about, you know, their values or interests or motivators. So this type of target segmentation in employer branding takes you away from the recruitment mindset and helps you to focus on the similarities in your relevant target audiences, regardless of their age, regardless of their gender, regardless of the job that they're going to next want, regardless of their level of experience or their current role or education, and regardless of where they live, where they're located. Very important for international companies. Also, oftentimes I find HR and employer branding practitioners forgetting to define your talent target audience for employer branding based on who you hire today. Now, let me clarify because I just realized that I kind of said that in a weird way. So oftentimes I find HR employer branding practitioners defining the talent target audience for employer branding based on who they hire today. And they don't realize that this is very risky because employer branding is a long game. It's like a marathon when recruiting is a sprint. Your finishing line is close in recruiting. You can always see, you know, the end, the finishing line. You, You see what awaits you there in recruiting. It's a very fast moving process. But with employer branding, it takes at least a year, at least a year's worth of weekly messaging, marketing, communication, interacting with your audiences before you have positioned successfully as a specific type of an organization. And when I say year, prior, that means like a year of, of doing it, of executing your plan. So if you know, if, if it takes from you a year to, to make the plan, then it's like two years forward. And that's only the starting point. So if you base your employer brand target audience on who you were hiring two years ago when you started planning, I wouldn't be surprised if your ideal target audience isn't that one anymore after two years, because organizations are transforming, transitioning, going forward, executing their new business plans and strategies, everything is changing around you. Even if you're looking to hire a marketing manager, the kind of marketing manager you needed three years ago is probably not the kind of marketing manager you need today. Your employer brand must persevere through times and changes in who you hire. Businesses develop and change over time even if the world wasn't changing around us. A business is like a a human being in the sense that, you know, when you start up a business, it's like a baby. And then you start growing it a little bit and it's like a toddler. And then it starts, you know, climbs on its feet and starts to uh, be more and more efficient and effective in what it does. Then it matures. Then it grows and again it matures and it goes through different life stages. Even if the world wasn't changing around us, Now put that and the world around us that keeps changing all the time. So literally, I mean, if your organization thinks and believes 
that you're hiring exactly the same kinds of people that you hired two years ago before the COVID pandemic, I'd be worried. I'd really be worried. So I'm no longer hiring for the same roles and positions I used to 10 years ago when we started this business. And we have been in employer brand consultation all this time. And still, I'm not hiring the same kinds of demographics anymore. If you build your employer brand on who you are today, are you sure you need that profile 24 months from this? I started building our brand in 2012 from day one. We still have the same brand and we still do the same business, but we are not the same company and we are not the same organization anymore. We've grown, we've matured, our business model has developed significantly, our market has matured, our customers don't have the same problems they used to 10 years ago or even five years ago. The people we work with today are not the same people we used to work with. The people I need here are different in terms of their demographics, but what we share are the same values and beliefs the same motivators, the same drivers, the same interest to stay as a forerunner in our industry. The same drive and passion to solve a specific problem for our customers. This profile fits equally younger and more experienced talents, all genders and races, people with and without kids. Some have dogs, others prefer cats. Education is not the key here. Abilities and potential are. Building an employer brand based on psychographic segmentation just makes so much more sense than developing a recruitment brand. This is Modern Employer Branding. If you want to learn how to build a modern employer brand, you really need to start from the core. You may not know, if you have been listening to this podcast, you know I have found a telemarketing school. This is an on-demand uh, online school for people, people who aspire to become telemarketing professionals and especially who want to become modern employer branding professionals. I teach how to build that modern employer brand, how to do this that I'm teaching and talking about in this podcast for free. Of course, this is just a surface layer of it. I don't give out for free my life's work. So you can study that at telemarketing school against a little fee, an annual fee. So I have a recommendation for you. What you need when you start an employer branding, you need a framework for your employer brand plan. And uh, Candidate Journey of the Information Era, which I've mentioned multiple times in my podcast and in my blogs, is the framework for building the modern employer brand. And you can study this on demand as an online course at Talent Marketing School. And if you want to take this course and learn this framework and apply it in your work, you need to go to talentmarketingschool.com and get access. You can also find the link to this course on the team blog article for this episode at modernemploybrand.com slash podcast 109. Sorry. And if you subscribe to my weekly exclusive podcast email and the exclusive weekly tip, uh, there's a link to this course on the uh, was last week, the week before, and it's going to be next week too because I just launched a course and I need to sell it. So, <laughs> so there you go. Now, this is all for this week. Think about psychographic 
uh, segmentation. Think about what it means to you, what it could mean to your employer brand. If you want to talk about it, if you want to chat about it online, just, uh, you know, find me on LinkedIn, find me on Instagram at Talent Marketing Bro account, send me a direct message DM and uh, ask me a question. I'm happy to answer. And come back next week to learn more about how to build a modern employer brand. My name is Susanna Rantanen, and I teach you all you need to know about mastering modern employer branding at Telemarketing School. Moi moi.